self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am calamity red and we are conversation con artists back for another wonderful fantastic episode you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at red underscore calamity. Also, we're still doing the listening later portion of the show. So if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationcallartist at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Call Artists, and send it to us that way. And I believe that we have two from Colin, which we haven't we heard do. from in a while. We do. We have letters from Colin. Hot meat summer. Part two. Fuck. He's really rising to that challenge I gave him. Kudos, sir. You fucked up. I I did. I'm back. What is good, y'all? It's been a solid minute since I wrote in. I've had a draft email disappear and another email sent in my outbox without sending. But this time, this time, we are back in the motherfucking building. (laughs) I'm caught up on episodes, but there's so much going on that we're just going to submit some topics for y'all to comment on and maybe some stuff from Reddit posts. (laughs) Two. One, Donald Trump's bitch ass. Did y'all see what he said about Juneteenth? Also, did y'all see what he said about masks? Man, listen, this dude already was going to go down as the worst president in history, but he might go down as the second worst world leader of all time after Adolf Hitler. If you two are history buffs at all, I'd be interested in hearing your top five or ten list of worst world leaders in history. Here's my working list. I'm just going to go ahead and say I am not a history buff. I do not know shit about no leaders. (laughs) Me neither. (laughs) Okay, we got Adolf Hitler, Nazi Germany. We got Donald Trump, universal disgrace to the United States. We got Benito Mussolini, fascist (laughs) Italy. We got Joseph Stalin, Russia, USSR. We got Kim Tu Song, North Korea. Yeah. I can't give no input to that. I'm a little. I can't. I can't give any input to the leadership. I can to Trump saying that he basically made Juneteenth popular. <laughs> Which is like, sir, how you gonna take credit for Juneteenth? You really gonna try to take credit for Juneteenth, sir? I mean, and at this point, I feel like nobody should be surprised by anything that he does. But it's still just like, really? My nigga, I ain't. Okay. Let's continue. Like, we'll get to that shit. <laughs> Let's just finish the letter. Next up, sports. The NBA restart in Orlando needs to be given some serious reconsideration. I know that the league is hurting for revenue with the play stoppage, but I think they're risking long-term success for short-term immediate gain. I was looking forward to possibly purchasing Blazers season tickets for 2021-22, but if they do this too quickly, we might not only have to no finish this season, but no season next year either. Fuck Roger Goodell. I'll also I'll come back and watch the NFL again if Colin Kaepernick gets a job, either as a quarterback or an executive vice president of diversity, inclusion, and philanthropy for the NFL League office. My own role created for him. <laughs> Baseball, LOL. Good luck with planning to hold a season in Arizona. Next up, live listen comments for 240 Rapid Fire Style. Andrew Gillum. Man, I hope he gets some help if he's an addict. I don't care if he's into some kinky shit. That's his personal life. But if he got an addiction problem, I hope he gets help. PS5. Yeah, I mean, I work for another company that makes game stuff, but that PS5 looks fire. Spider-Man Miles Morales is going to be amazing. Folks already mad because we got we get a black pro- protagonist, for one. I say fuck them. Black Spider-Man lives matter. 
Trump in Tulsa. He got black friends and colleagues. Where? Because Candace <laughs> Owen, Ben Carson, etc. ain't black, to quote Jim jo- Joe Biden. <laughs> Fuck Takashi 69. I feel like his popularity is because he's basically a living meme. His entire look, music, everything is like the worst of teenage memes come to life. Same for the entire SoundCloud rapper crowd. Lastly, what are y'all playing and watching these days? Me, all about Destiny 2 as usual, and Animal Crossing on Switch. I also have five bloods on my Netflix watch list. Surprised that I didn't hear anything about it until I saw a random Twitter post about it. But it's a Spike Lee film, so I'm cautiously optimistic. That's all for now. I'm back! Black Lives Matter. Colin. I'm going to do the next level too, small. Okay. Um, he got a few memes that he made. Y'all, a few things. First, the attached bit, uh, pick, LOL. One of them is Killmonger. In that scene, and he's saying, all that racism shit is over with. <laughs> the other one is Candace Owens said, um, Candace Owens looks like somebody ordered Gabrielle Union from Wish. I fucking hate him for that. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed at that one for about five minutes when I read it. It's stupid. Bruh, it's like it's like the the more ignorant she gets and the more bullshit she say, the space between her eyes look further and further and further. And it's ridiculous. I try not to talk about I try not to talk shit about people, you know, but then when they be fucking up too bad, I gotta talk shit about them, man. Yeah. Sorry, Candace. Yep. The space between your eyes is fucking irritating. I would like to point out that that is not my dog this time. <laughs> It's not. And I can't hear it because I got on noise canceling headphones, so I'm going to put his ass out. It's not me this time. Not my bad ass. But uh, what were you saying about Trump and Juneteenth? June, did you see where he was like, yeah, you know, people didn't really know about Juneteenth until I said something. (laughs) What? Sir, you can't take credit for everything for Juneteenth, sir. Really? No, 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 no. Not how that works. Um, I just, especially not when you had a fucking rally. Okay, that is my dog. <laughs> when you had a rally on set on Juneteenth in Tulsa, Oklahoma, you cannot act like you knew anything. But like, don't do that, sir. You were oblivious. Before whatever, I think somebody, I think I read something where it was a Secret Service member that actually told him something about Juneteenth, and that's how he found out about it. So, you know, I just. And, you know, the credit that he's thinking that he should get, he shouldn't get, because there is a group of people that he let know about Juneteenth that didn't know about it, that made it popular for them, but it just made them be racist and aggressive towards people who was trying to celebrate it. (laughs) You know, yeah, it's a whole bunch of white folks, particularly his old racist racist white crowd who didn't know nothing about Juneteenth. And it just makes, it just reminds me how fucked up the account of history is for white people. Yeah. Like, they have no idea what history really is. No. Like, motherfuckers arguing about the goddamn statues and shit talking about flag and flag talking about don't take down the monuments this is our history you know you can't just erase history it's not erasing it (laughs) like bitch that little chapter about martin luther king jr in the history books that's all you thought black history was 
you don't think that black history was erased <laughs> out of y'all's knowledge? Is like, that yeah, even a- you fucking literally can erase history, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> and and go visit that shit in a Confederate museum, bitch. I don't even think of it as erasing history because it's it's just not fucking glorifying an ugly ass part of our history. That's all. Nobody's saying the shit didn't happen and nobody's saying it. But like all these reenactments. And let me say this about the fucking Confederate flag. I am from Talladega. I think I've told y'all this before. Had a fucking races this weekend. It actually then got postponed. I think they didn't actually race till today. But the one, one black man in the whole motherfucking NASCAR found a, a fucking noose in his garage at the race. Now, listen. This is in direct um this is a direct response to the fact that he he rallied for them to stop showing the Confederate flag. So this is my question to white people, the ones who said that the Confederate flag don't stand for racism and nothing racist. Why is it anytime something about the Confederate flag, whether it's taking it down, taking down the statues, white people do the most racist shit possible? I mean, what more, what more racist shit could, other than, like, I guess burning a cross in front of his fucking garage instead of putting a new, like, you're not helping, that's not helping your case for that the Confederacy shit is not racist. Like, if it isn't, why is the response every time some shit like this happens? Some, some racist shit, like hanging a noose in somebody's fucking garage. Like, bruh, y'all, please, listen, you know. <sighs> Ain't no telling, man. We need, we need to get Scooby doing the gang on this one. It's so ridiculous. Because it's probably somebody that's hanging around them motherfuckers. Oh, I'm sure. Because they, you know, right now with Corona, they saying that the only people that could be there are the official NASCAR. I was listening yes. to an interview today. They're basically saying that NASCAR, after the races, the fans are able to come down to the pit and to hang out with the racers. Mm-hmm. And the team and the drivers, like, and they say that that's one of the like, that's one of the things that that sport, the allure to that sport is, is that they have the uh, drivers are accessible, so they can get autographs and stuff. You know, they probably on their contract say you got to do that shit. Probably kind of like uh, NFL um, contracts say you got to do these interviews and shit afterwards. You know, the yeah. uh, Marshawn Lynch effect. I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> um. But they, you know, that's what they do. But so they can't do that now. So it wasn't a regular motherfucker that did this shit. It was somebody that officially works for NASCAR or that officially works for one of the crews who would have had to put that noose in there. Like, imagine being the dick hole that left your house with a whole noose and put that shit in a <laughs> trunk in a bag that nobody could see through. And you just carrying a random bag and you got to sneak over to that motherfucker's, you know, pit area and put a noose where he gonna be at. And like that, that's dick hole shit right there. It is. And they took down all the Confederate flags. Somebody hired a plane to fly over with a fucking Confederate flag. Like, white people, please explain. I wanna understand because I really don't get it. I need you to explain to me why this is so important. <laughs> I don't get it. And the fucking South lost. How? I've never understood why is this celebrated thing. Y'all lost. Y'all lost. Who celebrates an L? You celebrating the hell out of this L. <laughs> like it was a W in it. Why is that? And I don't understand. I think I understand. 
please help me. I don't think I understand the very, very specific particulars, but I think that white people have a problem with anybody telling them no. <laughs> That's it. It's simple. On the surface, it's simple. Anytime you try to tell white people they can't do some shit, they they go in the opposite direction. They rebel like a motherfucker. It's the same shit with the masks. <laughs> Just tell a white person they can't do something as a group. <laughs> now, the Latinos and Asians and Blacks, we used to being told to do shit as a group. We don't give a fuck. I mean, we got our own reasons for rebelling about not wearing masks. But for the most part, when you go into the store, niggas is wearing masks. Niggas is wearing... I'm talking about even the most, like, hood-ass niggas. Like, niggas is wearing masks. <laughs> like, niggas you wouldn't even expect to be following this shit is following this shit. Yeah, niggas is wearing masks. So, cause we, we, we follow instructions. And sometimes it's to a fault, but right now it's helpful. But tell a white person, well, you can't have something. We taking something away. No, you can't do this. Uh, follow these rules for a little while. White people are like, oh my God, freedom. <laughs> oh, the government. Oh, this is uh, rights. <laughs> you know, that's how they be. <laughs> Just tell them they can't do some shit. Tell them they got to wear a mask and they can't come out with them without a mask. I saw a video of a, a man that ran in, in Walmart and said he can't have a mask. He pushed the employee out the way and just kept trying to run in and go into the store. Like, that is uncalled for. Like, they literally, you don't, they don't have to be aggressive. They could just not sell you shit. Yeah. They could let you shop the whole time, let you get to the front, and then be like, sir, we're not selling you that shit. <laughs> it didn't take no aggression. But you know what? This motherfucker bulldozed his way in. Not thinking that they just weren't going to allow him to make his purchases. Like he had to make a goddamn stance because he was told that he couldn't come into that bitch if he didn't have on a mask. You see that video of that white? I don't, she was, I don't know what town hall meeting she was at, but like she starts singing, uh, my country, t not my country, Tizzity, one of them fucking patriotic, uh, songs. <laughs> And she was talking about how she's an American and she's free and she wasn't going to win a mask. Listen, man. There's, there's several things that I want to happen. And if you fall in this camp, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Forgive me. But I feel like everybody who has been aggressively rebelling against the idea of wearing masks and what it protects, I hope you get coronavirus. <laughs> I want them all to get it. I don't want nobody after this to be right about not having worn a fucking mask. I just don't. It, it's, it's irresponsible. Now, if we get through all of this and all of those people who said, I ain't wearing no mask, don't get coronavirus, and we move forward, you know what? The next goddamn virus pandemic that show up where if you don't wear a mask for three days, your fucking eyeballs melt out your face. I hope all they eyeballs fucking melt out their goddamn face and they shit on themselves at the same time. That's what I hope happens. Because this is this moment, if it if it turns out that a whole bunch of people don't wear masks, don't get COVID, this shit resolve itself. If something like this come back around again, they no they not gonna be ready. Motherfuckers gonna die faster next time. They are. I mean, we just happen to get a virus that is moderately fucking everybody up. I mean, what were the odds that a virus came about that 
motherfuckers can have it and be asymptomatic and ain't no treatment for it. But if you just chill for two weeks, the shit go the fuck away. Like, we got a good draw on what pandemic is out here right now. We rolled a dice and got a good-ass roll. We didn't. We didn't roll a 20 on the D20 die. We didn't roll a 1. We rolled a nice little 11 or 12 on what kind of fucked-up-ass virus we could have. You know, and the next time, if it's worse than that, these motherfuckers ain't going to be ready. I'm going to be ready because I took this shit serious from the jump. Mm-hmm. Most of the people I knew took this serious shit serious from the jump. It's just that when motherfuckers don't see the pain, you know how like uh, Indiana Jones when they open up that box and if you look at it, you was gonna melt. <laughs> see, I want that shit to happen to motherfuckers next time <laughs> if this shit go down. Anybody who got a mask, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and taking care of themselves and actually isolate, everybody like this, they need to go. I mean, Trump just threw a whole ass rally. He did in Oklahoma, Tulsa. Guess what? Uh, guess uh, what statistic they had of the greatest number that's happened since um, since him um, coming to Tulsa was the fucking amount of people that contracted COVID nineteen, including his staff. Staff and Secret Service got that shit too. They was making it sound like they had that shit when they got there. Of course they're going to make it sound like that because he doesn't, he can't have anything that's going to, you know, poo-poo on his little rally. Well, that's worse. <laughs> Having it when they got there is worse. It is. Because that means everybody that's passing out pamphlets was passing out COVID. <laughs> <laughs> hey, here you go. Enjoy your rally and your fucking inability to taste and smell shit. <laughs> As if your white taste buds could taste shit anyway. I can't with you. <laughs> either they can't taste shit or they got season miles that's it <laughs> only options <laughs> oh my god thank you Colin appreciate you Colin we didn't really address much more this letter hold on let me, let me go through I don't uh, have any other games on not in history <laughs> um yeah I mean sports should all be put sports should all be cancelled from now man they're not gonna do that shit. Money gotta be made. Well, I mean, I guess it depends on how. Like a lot of these athletes don't want to risk their own fucking lives. What am I doing for y'all, bitches? <sighs> you know, it just yeah. don't make sense. So I hope these athletes stand up and say no, motherfuckers. Uh, I'm with you on the Colin Kaepernick shit. I don't think Kaepernick is gonna play, but if they were to bring him in in some kind of role that represented helping diversity and shit, I'd be down for that. But the reality is it's not even likely that uh, a whole bunch of the owners was in support of the message that Roger Goodell put out there. Yep, probably not. Rizzy Goodell. Um, Cole Jackson corrected me last time, but I don't know what the correction is. I think I was saying Goodell, and it's supposed to be Goodell. I don't know. He'll correct you again. (laughs) He'll verify which one it is since I actually said both of them. <laughs> uh, fuck baseball. I don't do nothing about baseball. Uh, Andrew Gillum. Yeah, that shit's wild, man. I don't think he's an addict, man. I just don't. I think that whole shit was a setup. He might be kinky, but all of that shit was just, like the pictures they took just looked too set up, man. Um, Fuck Takashi 69 Yeah, fuck him. Yeah, man. Um, 
what am I playing these days? Uh, I'm still playing Apex. I'm still playing Call of Duty. Call of Duty just came out with an update. I don't, I'm not, Verdict's not on it yet, but with Apex, they released a new character and the new season. I really like it. It's got a whole story behind it, and I like that story part. Then um, I'm also playing Minecraft Dungeons. It just came out on um, Game Pass, and I like it. it. It's not like Minecraft. It's not like this all free-for-all, open-world, build shit and collect shit. It's just like a guided dragon, you know, Dungeons and Dragons hunter with random rolls on drops and different things. That's just cool. If anybody want to play that shit, holler at me. We'll get on it. You can play four people at a time. I only been playing by myself because you know that's how I roll. But uh, I like that shit. Uh, that's about it. I ain't really playing nothing else. Uh, um, I playing a game on PlayStation Four uh, called This Is the Police. It's basically you're a police officer, and you're uh, you're like the police sergeant. You you're responsible for hiring and firing police officers, but uh, it's just like a um, it's not quite an RPG. It's just a game where you like organize, and if you organize right, you're good. But at the beginning of the game, this dude come in town and he wants you to work for him. He's crooked, and he wants you to be a crooked cop. And you can say no, or you can say yes. Shit, fuck up. Um, I end up saying no too many times. They shot me in the head. <laughs> so I'm trying to go back and see how long I can last because I'm trying to take them down. So it's it's a it's a decent game, but um it's on Xbox too. But it was just on sale on PlayStation when I bought it, so I bought it for PlayStation. But but that's all I got for uh Colin. Appreciate you for that letter, man. And the uh, memes. I do have some Reddit posts, but before we do that, I just have to tell this story. <laughs> Okay. Because I just realized that my uncle is like the most prolific pimp ever. Pro prolific pimp. What the fuck you gotta do to be a prolific pimp? So let me tell you what he did. <laughs> so my uncle was married to a lady named Selena. Okay. Married to Selena had a son with Selena named was Selena Sean. Black. Yes. Okay. Everybody in this story is black. Married to Selena had a son with Selena. So then he had a mistress named Brenda. He left uh, Selena for Brenda. Did not divorce Selena. Okay. Moved Brenda into a whole ass house. Had two kids with her. Had a whole motherfucking family type shit going on. While he was still married to Selena. I lived next door to him and my two cousins from the relationship with Brenda, like our whole lives. Okay. So the two sons he had with Brenda become adults <laughs> and him and Brenda fall out. Hey, do you know that this nigga went back and got with Selena and she accepted him back 20 years later and they didn't even have to get remarried because they never got a divorce. <laughs> Damn. Now, how okay. the fuck he pulled that off, I don't know. So, Selena was the original wife. Yes. Then came Brenda. Yes. Your two cousins is Brenda's kids. Yes. Brenda and your uncle broke up. Yes. Uncle went back and found Selena. Selena said, we can be back together. Yes. And they just went on and got back together, and they were still married the whole time. Yes. I don't know if I would classify that as pimp shit. What could he have possibly said to... 
first of all, the fact that Selena never divorced him in all of this time. And I know sometimes people don't be wanting to pay the money and shit to get a divorce, but I'm when I say decades, I'm not even joking. Both of their sons, the sons he had with Brenda, were like 20 plus. <laughs> he raised them their whole fucking life and then went back with Selena. And I just want to ask so badly, like, what did he say to you that made you be like, you know what? <laughs> We just picked this shit up where we left off at. It's all right. <laughs> that seemed more like some Marilyn Manson type shit. Not pimp what, shit. Why Marilyn Manson? Like, no, nah, I mean, I just that's the only person I can think of. I mean, the only when you think of people who like him, woo women and draw women into the cult of them, they end <laughs> up being murderers. But I'm pretty sure there's niggas out there who ain't murderers. They just like slanging the meat. Well, who could draw women? Like if, if Marilyn Manson just really liked having sex and not murder, he could have just had a whole lifetime full of women who he could sling the meat to. <laughs> like uh, I imagine that there's some uncles out there that's like that. <laughs> well, so when he broke up with Brenda, I guess Brenda said, "I never got to have his last name," so she went and married his cousin. <laughs> See, that's that's that, and that's what I'm talking about. That nigga is he's indoctrinated these women. Like <laughs> the irrational decisions that they were willing to make just to be connected to this man somehow. This man left her and she said, I wanted his last name and went and married his cousin. <laughs> Did she even love the cousin? Did she like the cousin? She just wanted that. the last name because of that nigga. Yeah, that's that Marilyn Manson shit. That's that indoctrination <laughs> shit. That ain't no pimp shit. Like, and I'm disturbed by this as a woman, just in general. But I'm also just impressed because, first of all, growing up, I did not know Brenda was his mistress. I knew Brenda as his wife. (laughs) So I just assumed, you know, they were married because they lived next door to us and they had a whole family and shit. I don't even remember how old I was when I, I found out that she was, in fact, the other woman and that he was had a whole wife. That he left. And 20 some odd years later, he goes back to the wife. And she accepted. And when I tell you she walk around like she didn't want a prize, like if you met them, you would never know this fuck shit that happened in their relationship. Like the way that she act, like she just got just Obama on her arm. It's like it's insane. It's insane. I don't um, even I don't even know how he managed to do that. I bet he can tell her to do anything and she just do it. <laughs> Cut this grass with a book on your head. <laughs> okay, baby. I love you. I do anything for him. <laughs> but how? How did he listen? My uncle is he's he's a smooth ass nigga. Like he a smooth ass old school Al Green ass nigga. He is. But damn, like how do you how? How do you get two women to agree to this shit? For years. I'm not talking about like you know, you have people who leave their wife, they go get with the other woman, it ain't what it all seemed to be, you know, maybe six months, a year, and now he want to come back at the most. This is 20-some-odd years <laughs> he managed to do this shit. And I just don't understand. I Man. didn't really pull that off. <laughs> and nobody's angry. Listen, his sister, my, my dad's sister, because this is my dad's brother, their sister died... All of them was at the funeral together. Him, Selena, Brenda, and the cousin. <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> no hard feelings. Mm. Fucking insane. I don't understand. I don't get it. 
It ain't for you to understand. Huh? It ain't for you to understand. Right. You'll never fall for no shit like you that. Fucking right. I went. <laughs> anyway, let me not get upset. <laughs> Damn, um. I don't know how he managed this shit. This is insane. Okay. <clears throat> Let's see. We got a pregnant woman with a question about joining a dating site while she's pregnant. Um, a guy that started seeing this girl and found out that she's still living with her ex of five years. A fiance who don't want no sex toys. Uh, is it weird that my 20-year-old boyfriend sleeps next to his mom every night? And I overheard my wife saying she settled for me, and now I want a divorce. <laughs> okay, uh, sex toy fiancé. All right. I also am interested in um, wife not satisfied, uh, settled, divorce. Oh, that she settled for him? Okay. Yeah, and you can go wherever you want from there. All right, so first one is no sex. She titled this No Sex Toys. My fiance, who is 41, doesn't allow me, who is 32, to have any personal or couple-related toys. I used to sell for a certain brand, and I acquired a lot of toys and really enjoyed them and incorporating them into my then very healthy sex life. Uh, I came home from work one day to all of them gone. They went out with the trash that morning. He's afraid I'd choose it over him, which couldn't be further from the truth. There's nothing wrong with a healthy balance, right? I am so scared to order one because of his reaction. And then she edited it. For further context, he's well endowed and not at all shy about his size and is completely comfortable in that aspect. Well, maybe not so much. <laughs> he might not be as comfortable as you think he is. So that's, that's it's a woman who's... That's it? Yeah, that's all she What's wants. the question? What's she trying to do? She wants to buy sex toys and he won't let her. She wants to know what she needs to do. Man, you do what you fucking want to do. You are grown as fuck. I mean, how much does she? No warning. Like no, she said he throw. She came home from work one day and he had threw all of them out. First of all, I want my money, nigga. Okay, you threw away because she had a bunch of toys. You know, toys are expensive. Listen. I need my fucking money. <laughs> I bought two hundred dollars worth of sex toys recently. Okay, because I'm interested in seeing what they do, and they do a lot of different shit, random shit. I bought some. I bought some male pleasure toys. They was they weird, um. But there are things that these toys do that a penis can't do. Well, and so she said that he's well endowed and she doesn't believe that it has anything to do with him having any kind of an insecurity. But I, uh, him being well endowed, uh, and I hate to turn this into meat positivity, and I know this is where it's going to go. <sighs> but anyway, <laughs> um, there's a re there has to be a reason why he, he is scared that she's going to prefer the toy over him. Um, that in itself speaks to some kind of an insecurity, whether it may not necessarily be about how small his penis is, but there's something, maybe it's, he don't, he, uh, maybe he's a premature ejaculator or maybe he doesn't last as long as he used to. I think she said he was 41. Like there's something I feel like there that makes him feel that, like, feel like she would prefer to toy over him. May not be the size. 
I needed a fucking blue chew, okay? But that's the problem. <laughs> Damn. Just look. Maybe his blood ain't flowing like it used to. Maybe his meat ain't getting hard. And he is really, really insecure over her having these consistently hard ass toys. That's what I was saying. Always do the trick. So maybe that's what it is. There's some insecurity there. There's some insecurity there. There is. I just You know what? You risk a greater uh you risk a greater loss if your woman has a healthier sexual appetite than you can give her that her toys will help in her fill the gaps. That if that gap is now gone and you can't feel that pleasure, you risk her choosing a whole nother dick. <laughs> like, that's a bigger risk. <laughs> like, if your woman is willing to be fulfilled by sex toys in between time, that's that's a gift. It's kind of like dudes that play the game. You know, on the surface, it might, you know, a lot of women don't like that shit. But you know what? He could be at the club getting drunk, mean the new ass woman that he's ready to go plow. And come back to you and pretend like he just had fun with the guys. But you know what? When he sit at home and play the game all night, you know where he is. He's safe. And he'll come to you and plow you at the end of the night. But if you take that shit away and see him out into the world, you are risking some shit. It's the same thing with a man who take the sex toys away from his damn woman. You risking some shit, bro. I think it's an ego thing. I think it's more him protecting his ego than it is thinking about what he risking. Like, and I mean, listen, I'm not going to sit up here and act like I know what it's like to be a man who uh, penis doesn't work the way it used to. I don't know what that's like. <laughs> I would imagine that because of all of the um, all all of the emphasis that's put on men and their penises, I'm, I would imagine that it, it hurts. I'm sure that that's, you know, kind of like or maybe worse or along the lines of having a receding hairline or like it's shit you can't control. Like getting older and shit that you. So I get that part, but um, you can't make her get rid of all her toys, bro. Like that ain't the answer. You need to figure out what's going on with your penis. What kind of issue do women have with their vagina as age as they age? Well, actually, usually as women get older, their sex drive goes up. So I don't know. I think sometimes like you may have um, like lubrication issues as you get older, maybe. So you bust it wide open and baby powder just fly out. I mean, I don't know if it's that bad. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> it sounds fucking terrible. That there's a, a like a cloud of smoke just poof as soon as a man <laughs> pull your jaws off. Like, oh shit, this ain't supposed to happen. <laughs> Hopefully not. Uh, That's why lube exists. <laughs> But yeah, I think that may be like what, or, or maybe low sex drive, especially like menopause and some of the medications that they give women for menopause can create low sex drive. So then you may have a wife that don't want to have sex as often. Or you have more women that, again, that sex drive goes up as they get older, which is why you have all these cougars out here looking for young meat. Yeah. So, uh, okay, you said you wanted to do the one where she settled. <laughs> yeah. So he's 40, both of them are 45. I heard, I overheard my wife saying she settled for me. I told my wife I wanted a divorce. Now all hell is breaking loose. Um, I've been married to my wife for 20 years. I genuinely thought we were in love until I overheard her on the phone recently remarking to a friend that she feels she settled for me and thinks about her ex every day. Her exact words, I feel like I settled for him. 
I love him, but he doesn't excite me the way that Tom did. Sometimes I wish Tom had been serious with me. Tom is her ex who she dated on and off before she met me. I always thought she was done with him because she told me that he meant nothing to her because he refused to seriously commit. But hearing all this years later broke my heart. I know it sounds crazy, but in that moment, I knew it was over. I knew I wanted a divorce. But what I struggled to accept that was that I was brainwashed for 20 years and living my life based on a lie. I'm feeling a lot of, unreal- of unreality. I told her I overheard her and it's over. She broke down in hysterics saying it wasn't what it looked like. Both of our children are now grown adults, 19-year-old male and a 21-year-old female, so she can't hold anything over me. I just know I want her out. But our entire family has taken her side, calling me a fool and an idiot. What do I do? I mean, that shit is... Mm. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> oh, no, man. How How is the head, my good sir? I'm not going to do this to you. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta wait. Who is the breadwinner? What kind of life do you have? On this? Like At a certain point, man, it's a whole... Like... She still decided to dedicate 20 20 years to you. But see, this is that conversation we keep having about what is something, at what point does all of the years that's put in, what is something that will uh, not equal out to that? And that answer is different for different people. So, yes, she put in 20 years, but she made this shit sound like it was 20 years of slave in this bitch. Like, like Man. oh, I was I want Tom. I've been wanting Tom. Tom just well, I couldn't get Tom, so I just settled for this nigga. Like that would be hurtful. I, I'm sorry, you can't it, it, you can't meet your mate's needs a hundred percent. Okay, and you know what? That thing that you don't meet, they're going to be thinking about somebody else who met it, and they that's just going to be in their mind. Now, hopefully, they ain't. You saying to their friends that they feel like they settled for your ass, but it also sound like she might not even be certain that she settled. Like it's like I think I settled. I don't know. And so maybe a part of it is that he and his damn feelings about this idea that he's supposed to be her, her number one everything. Well, it's not about being number one. Like it's <laughs> she said she settled for him. <laughs> Like, and then she think about Tom every day and she wished that she had been with Tom. Like, that's some hurtful ass shit. Like, I get it. <laughs> now, would I get a divorce? I don't know. I feel like he, he probably is in his feelings and, and then the whole divorce thing is just a, an effect of him being in his feelings. I don't know that I would get a divorce, but that would be some shit we would definitely have to work through because that's some hurtful shit. And like, this what he overheard. Who knows what the fuck she been saying outside of this one conversation that he over. He just happened to overhear this shit. He wouldn't have never knew. Hmm. Been going on. What would I, I do? I get why it's hurtful. I don't know that I would get a divorce behind it after twenty years, but it would be some shit we would have to work through for sure. Like I would, you ain't gonna just be able to say you settled for me and then I just be like. Ah. You were Joe, okay? No, nigga. I wish the fuck I would hear somebody say they were settled. They settled for me. Well, bitch, go get with her. Where she at? I wonder. I wonder how long it took him him to settle down and to address it. Or did he do that shit immediately? Because I feel like I'd just be passive aggressive as hell for like a month. <laughs> I'd be burning up her food by accident on purpose. <laughs> I'd be goddamn leaving her gas tank on goddamn close to E. <laughs> 
I'll be kicking one of her shoes under the bed so she don't know where the fuck her other shoe at. She spent 10 minutes looking for it. I'd be doing all kind of passive aggressive shit. I'd leave the cap off the toothpaste <laughs> so it'd be hard on the inside when you try to squeeze it and it's just a little, it just come out a little hole around the dry toothpaste. <laughs> I'd be doing all kind of little passive aggressive shit until I calm down and be like, I heard you talking to your bitch ass friends. <laughs> About settling for me a month ago. <laughs> I need to understand what the fuck you mean by settling. <laughs> a part of me feels endeared because, you know, even though you weren't where you want to be, you decided to spend 20 years with a motherfucker. That means something, you know, that you would choose, make the this choice that you don't want to make for 20 years straight. That's, you know what I'm saying? Maybe that's a little endearing, but the other part of it is you be thinking about this nigga every day. Do you be thinking about him when we be fucking? <laughs> she ain't going to say yes, but I'm going to no, assume it's Now that she got no good sense, she ain't going to say yes. This just reminds me <laughs> of that fucking one that you read where he put in all of his work and told her that you was just a stupid little girl chasing people that was way out of your league, and he basically helped her. Like, <laughs> obviously, Tom didn't want your ass, okay? Tom didn't want to commit to you. Tom was fucking around on you, and here you is. After all I didn't gave you, sitting him here still talking about this raggedy ass nigga. <laughs> like, I, I just, again, if I overheard my husband say, you know, he he missed LaShika. Be like, well, go get the bitch. Where the shit at? Go get her. Since you think about it every day, go find Lashika. I will help you find Lashika since she's she's so fucking important. Twenty years later, after I didn't gave you these goddamn children, and you want to sit up here talking about you settled for me? You settled for me, nigga. I would be. Then then I would go into like a whole probably list of. Insults. <laughs> I would have walked in the room like, I settled for you, bitch. <laughs> I settled for you. <laughs> I have the audacity to talk about you settled for me. There's three women I think about every day over your ass. <laughs> and I know none of this is healthy or helpful, but that's I, I would have reacted poorly. I would have. I would have been like, have you looked at yourself lately? Do you think LaShika would even want your beer belly having ass right now? While you sitting up here talking about you motherfucking settled, bitch. <laughs> Receive hairline ass, bitch. I would, it would not go well. <laughs> yeah. At all. <laughs> I would be super immature. Super immature. Yes, and disrespectful. Then very disrespectful. I would be. It's gonna get bad. You're gonna have to have a do. You're gonna have to have a man in your life that is willing to sit back and accept that from you because it's only gonna get worse if he start picking at your insecurities and shit. Oh, don't yeah. <laughs> so you need to know what all you need to know what audience you you read the room, honey. Because <laughs> if you you might push that nigga to domestic violence if you don't know who you got. <laughs> I'm going to get on the podcast with you. You're going to have two black eyes. You ain't going to be wanting to get on video. Like, we've been on video literally every time we've done online. If you ever tell me I don't want to get on video, I'm going to be like, what What done happened? 
You ain't not getting on video because you just don't feel like it. You done got on video all kind of looking all kind of ways and feeling all kind of ways, but you ain't now. What he done did to you? I'm not going to do anything about it, mind you. That's your decision. <laughs> I just want to know what happened. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Uh, dude, don't divorce her. I think that this is one of those things that can be worked through potentially, especially because she was like horrified when she found out you overheard her and shit. She wasn't like, that's right, bitch. I settled. <laughs> you know, she didn't double down when you <laughs> when you told her that you overheard her. So I would not jump directly to divorce. I get being upset, though. I get, I 100% get where he's coming from with his, his anger about it. But I think that jumping to a divorce is a little heavy-handed. For for I think I'm team divorce in this moment. You what? I'm team divorce. Why? I don't know, man. I feel like his response and how he's communicated it indicates somebody that ain't going to be willing or able to work this shit out. True. Very and true. not only that, but the admission that she made, you can't take it back. No. You know, it ain't like some... It ain't like you can say, no, I don't think about him every day for real. I was just playing. She yeah, said it's she... not what it looked like. That's the worst shit to say. That's what niggas that get caught cheating say. What the fuck you mean it's not what it looked like? Bitch, I heard you. <laughs> you said that shit out of your mouth to a friend confidently. <laughs> yeah, like that. These ain't easily to work out situations. They're not easy to work out situations. But they are work outable. I feel like if both people, but you're right. I mean, he may not, he may not be able to get past that shit. And while I'm sitting up here talking, I may not be able to get past that shit. I feel like our relationship will be me being petty for like the next twenty years <laughs> if I stay just constant petty ass shit. Like every time something happened, like, <laughs> bet you Go wish you was little Sheikah right now, huh? Mm-hmm. Go get your other bitch. <laughs> I bet she wouldn't be doing the shit I'm doing for your ass. <laughs> Soon as that nigga in a wheelchair for some reason. For temporary him. Well, if she could be doing this shit for your ass. <laughs> Hell no. She'll be dumping your ass into the bathtub like, you know, diary of a mad black woman. Oh, shit. That's what she'll be doing. But look who here. With your ungrateful ass. <laughs> yes. All of that. I would totally be saying all of that. Yeah. 100%. Uh, I guess I'll do one more. Let me see. This one, I just... Okay. <laughs> so, she says, would I be wrong to join a dating website while pregnant? I'm currently four months pregnant, and I've joined a dating website. It's mainly for the companionship that you don't get from friends. Of course, I'd be honest and upfront with anyone before things got serious. Ma'am. Ma'am. It's not wrong. It's wrong not is the wrong. Wrong, uh, wrong, wrong word. It's not a good idea. <laughs> it ain't um, a bad idea. Uh, I just feel like. Uh, you four months pregnant. You about to bring a life into the world. I don't know where the dad at. You didn't say. I don't. Maybe it was a one night stand. Maybe it was some shit that just didn't work out. I just don't know that this is the time <laughs> to be seeking out a whole nother situation. <laughs> I 
I personally wouldn't do it. I, I would, you know, I feel like you got more bigger fish to fry right now. You got a whole baby coming. Um, I, and I mean, I get you gonna be honest and put your you pregnant, and I mean, then people can make their decision to decide whether or not they want to, you know, do that. <laughs> um, that companionship, that friendship does not provide. I, I just don't think it's a good idea. Wrong yeah. is not the right word, but it's definitely not a good idea. It's not a, I mean, look, if you just, if you're looking for something more than friends, but less than dating, then yeah, it's probably not a good idea because all you're going to get is dudes who are going to try to shoot the club up since the club is already at capacity. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate you so much. <laughs> That's, that's all you're gonna find somebody trying to do. And if you're okay with that, then go for it. You're fine. But if you're looking for something a little, little more platonic, but kind of with some extra benefits, nah, you're not gonna find that. So I don't think it's a bad idea. Just adjust your expectations. Being pregnant shouldn't be a reason why you can't get out here. I mean, you know, you may, but you may potentially meet something. Listen, when you're pregnant and you don't believe you're gonna get back with the the baby daddy. Your best bet is to find somebody who will accept you while you're pregnant so that y'all can raise that kid together. <laughs> I mean, why? <laughs> I mean, you can, you can wait till after bet. the baby here. You can, that's, you can wait. It doesn't well, have to be while you're pregnant. You could. And people do gonna, that all the time. <laughs> but now she's going to have pictures of a newborn on her damn dating profile. Like at some point. <laughs> Look, let me tell you something from experience. Okay. It's plenty of niggas that post newborns in they in their profile pictures or on their pictures on profile. Cause I'm always like, this our own baby. Where the mama at? Like, you did you just had this baby? You already out here? Fuck is going on? I don't understand. I mean, yeah, that's what happened. Motherfuckers. Like, they post pictures of newborns, and I'm like, you already on this date? <laughs> That baby look like it's like two days old. What the? F- <laughs> I don't need them kind of problems, bro. You got bigger again, bigger fish to fry. This is whether it's a man or a woman. I don't want to be with a man that's got a newborn. I you got some to work out. I'm right now. I ain't, I ain't what you need to be focused on. <laughs> so it ain't even because she's a woman. Just in general, I just. <sighs> Get the kid here first. Shit. See how you're going to adjust to being a parent. You got postpartum and all kind of shit that can happen once this baby get here. Just It's too much. I would think relationships are already hard enough as it is without the added stress of pregnancy <laughs> and a newborn Look, with somebody on, that um, ain't the pops. You can get on lesbian websites. <laughs> Nice you know, I think you reduce the risks of bullshit that come along with the men's by just being like, hey, I'm not really gay or bi, or maybe I'm <laughs> bi, but I just want some somebody to cuddle with. That's it. <laughs> Find your woman to cuddle with. I don't maybe you'll have to maybe you'll have to put a sex toy on her every now and then. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what, what happened go. to your camera? Uh, I 
don't know. Did it go down? Yeah, I can't see. I couldn't find my plug outlet. It might have went off. I thought the uh, call had cut out <laughs> at first because I couldn't see nothing, but I yeah. was still talking. And so. my battery died in my camera. Okay. I, I got a plug attachment for it, but I couldn't find it. So, okay. my bad. Um, yeah. I got two, and I'm going to let you choose which one. And mm. I've, you're probably going to choose the more emotionally draining one. But maybe not. It's a Reddit subreddit called Am I the Asshole? So if you ever see A-I-T-A, it means Am I the Asshole? Okay. These both from Am I the Asshole? Okay. The first one is Am I the Asshole for wanting my girlfriend to cook meat? The other one is Am I the Asshole for not giving my daughter a letter my deceased husband wrote for her before he died? What the fuck? Damn it. <laughs> the second one. <laughs> I knew you was going to choose that one. <laughs> All right. In January of 2019, my husband was diagnosed with a brain tumor. It was in a completely inoperable part of the brain and was told he had six months to live. He stuck it out and died in October, three months longer than he was expected to. He was always positive and decided a few weeks after his diagnosis that he would write letters for our daughters for significant events in their lives. My husband was very was my soulmate, and the past few months have been difficult knowing I've lost him. We have two daughters, Mia, who is 21, and Emmy, who is 19. All three of us have become a lot closer since their dad's death, and we've all really struggled. My husband and I were together since we were children, got married when we were 18, and we were approaching our 20th wedding anniversary when he passed. In February of this year, Mia got married to a boy she's been with for about six years. I absolutely love her husband, and he's been incredibly supportive during all of our grief. My husband wrote a letter for Mia to open on her wedding day. It's worth noting that my daughters were unaware of these letters. It was my job to give them to our daughters. Her wedding day comes around, and I just can't bring myself to give her the letter. I read and just wanted to keep it to myself. I had his handwriting and his words, and it felt like he was there, and I could barely bear the thought of giving that up yet. I was fully intending on giving her all of the other letters of the events happened. Last week, Mia and her husband bought their first home together. They've been living at our home since they got married and so had a lot of stuff to pack and move to their new house. Mia asked me where her important documents were, passport, birth certificate, etc. So I told her they were in my top drawer of my dresser in my bedroom. The only letter that was in there was the one I meant to give her on her wedding day. The rest were hidden, hidden away. She immediately recognized his handwriting and of course it was addressed to her. So he read it and she read it and broke down. She came and found me and started screaming at me, asking how I could be so selfish. I didn't really know what to say apart from the fact that I wanted to keep it and she could take a picture of it. Both my daughters call me an asshole and are convinced I'm keeping them from a load of their dad's stuff. Am I the asshole? Yes, ma'am. You fucking are. Jesus Christ. What? Like... Oh, my God. I 100% get that she is going through her own. Uh, grief still um but these are your children <laughs> and this was his dying wish was for you to give them these letters and then you're gonna say well you can take a picture but i'll keep it how about you take the fucking picture and give her a letter like that is so awful <laughs> oh that's just oh 
And that's going to be hard for you to come back from with your daughters because they're going to be looking at you like you are a bitch-ass asshole. Like, man. Man, she fumbled that one by not giving her that letter on her wedding day. Yeah. The reasoning don't even make no goddamn sense. You wanted to keep it to yourself? That shit is so, one, man, that shit's so creative from the dad. Like, man, a way to keep his presence kind of felt in a positive way. Man. And for her to rip that away from them, like, you literally chose to keep that feeling for yourself. It wasn't even addressed to you. (laughs) And not allow your daughters to feel it. And then your dumbass let her find out the fuck by accident. Nigga, you should have had that shit in a fucking fireproof safe <laughs> away from them. Like, you were so close to the edge of this shit. Now, I understand you having your own trauma from this shit, but y'all, when all trauma is on the same plane, you're definitely a fucking asshole, man. Oh, yeah. Fuck you. Like, that was such a bad decision on her part. It, it just... It was just the worst possible thing that she could have probably did. Um, and yeah, I mean, gaining that trust back with her daughters, because I'm sure the other daughter, like, yeah, because now it's like, how many letters have you not given us? And they're not going to believe you because you yeah. didn't even tell them about this one. So, like, even if that was actually the first letter that she was supposed to, like, give, ain't nobody finna fucking believe you now. Like, no. Y'all should just come into the house. Y'all should just come into the house, tie your mama ass up, and ramshack that motherfucker and find all of this shit. Like, hey, Mia, let's go to the house. Let's snatch mama up, and, and let's tie her ass up, and let's make her tell us what the fuck else daddy had to tell us or what he had to give us, because I want that shit now. This shit is so fucked up. Like, yes, ah, oh God, I just, and I don't know how you as a parent knowing because that wedding day that wedding day was all about your daughter you know what i'm saying like that was her day this is not this ain't got shit to do with you and this was one of those milestone moments when a a child wants both of their parents present and you stole that from her because uh, no her father would not have been able to be there obviously because he passed away but he in his great wisdom left these letters so that they could still feel like he was a part of each of these celebrations and you snatched that shit away and for the most selfish ass fucking reason but just because you want to hold on to the letter that wasn't even addressed to you because it had his handwriting ma'am <laughs> oh jesus Is, are you an ass you are the queen of the assholes and you better hope that you can fix this shit with your daughters because that's Ooh, Jesus. My God. The only way you can fix this shit with your daughters is to be up front and give them all the letters right now. Yeah. Which I hate because getting those letters during those special occasions when they're happening, and I mean, they could go back and read them, but like just having them in those moments and being like, oh my goodness, you know, he thought about, you know, he knew that this is what he wanted me to know about this moment in my life. You know what I'm saying? And so now all of that's just fucked up. All of his plans and what he wanted for his daughters and leaving those letters, you've just fucked that all the shit. Or copy the letters for yourself and keep copies for yourself and give them the actual letters. She said you you could take a picture. She gonna get her a copy instead of the mm-hmm. extra. All right, that's so fucking disrespectful, man. Like, 
You know, losing somebody fuck families up all the time. It does, cause look, especially look, grandparents. Death is one of those things that bring out just the worst in people, and not even like purposely brings out the worst in people. But death is something that we still just don't really have a grasp on. I feel like, and so either you have people who are well-meaning and say some of the worst shit ever. You have family find out your family members are fucking money grubbing <laughs> assholes. Like it's just death. That is just a time where it's really difficult for families in the best case scenario. Uh, and this mom fucked up, man. You fucked that up. I don't know what you gonna do? Because even if you give them the letters, they're gonna look at you differently. Like this was a shared trauma and a shared grief. And now you put yourself on the other side of that. Like you removed yourself from from that. So a girl, she that's you are definitely an asshole, a big ass one. Shit, my God. Um, Okay, well, if you all have any uh, questions, comments, anything that you would like for us to discuss on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationclientartist at gmail dot com. Or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Con Artists, and send it to us that way. All right. Uh, I got viral posts. Cool beats. And there are several things that have gone on since we last talked to you. One of them is Juneteenth, and one of them is Father's Day. <clears throat> Me and Red have very little affinity for Father's Day. <laughs> yes. Because of our father situation, so we <laughs> never talk about it. No. <laughs> um... And Juneteenth is, you know, something that black people are getting a lot more intentional about celebrating. Um, but that being said, some of these might have some overlap with those events. <clears throat> Do I have the Rona or have I been smoking too much weed? A daily question I ask myself. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> um, truly, America is the strongest nation. All other nations quake in terror at President's glass lifting abilities. Angela Merkel can only lift paper cups. Macron can only drink from cupped hands. Hell, Trump, he did not have a stroke. <laughs> um, that's clearly seems like satire, but it's it's stupid. Next one. I hate to be the one to tell you, but the metric for greatest president ever isn't can't drink water. Can drink water. <laughs> Next. Only black kids get into trouble for looking like your damn daddy. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Only black kids with moms with with issues with the dad get in trouble for looking like dad. If dad is present, I don't think it's <laughs> the same. Next one. I'm sorry, Blacks, but you already have a month. Juneteenth isn't a thing. Don't colonize our month as well. Thanks, sign the gays. Oh, Jesus. It was during Pride Month. (laughs) But Juneteenth came before Pride Month, gay people. Sorry to be the one to tell you. (laughs) It definitely did. (laughs) Sorry. Like, if celebrating the day that we were officially free bothers you, then fuck you, too. Yeah. Not the gay community, but you specifically dude that posted this. Yes. I can't blame my whole community for your fucking dumbass shenanigans. 
How did Stevie Wonder know she was lovely? That's so. That's such a pothead question. <laughs> the first response is walking stick fell in that pussy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then his dude said, oh, shit, it's about his daughter. Laugh my ass off. I retract previous statements. <laughs> oh, my God. And the next one said, touch her wrist like Ray Charles. Oh, my God. That's the craziest. <laughs> well, no. The craziest Damn, it's crazy. He didn't know shit about that. It, I knew it was about his daughter. I thought everybody knew that that was a... There's a baby crying at the beginning of the fucking song. <laughs> I don't know what he thought. I don't know. <laughs> it's very hard to misconstrue that when there's a baby crying at the beginning. Didn't he literally say less than one minute old yeah. <laughs> in the very beginning? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, isn't she precious? Like, all of it is baby. Like, I don't know how he misconstrued that at all. I, I don't know how you manage that one, player. All right. Uh, Jesse Smollett would have probably gotten away with it if he tried it this year. <laughs> probably fucking real hair. Yeah, he probably would. 2020 is just some shit. You're right. He probably would have. Next. Racist branding in the 1900s was so hilarious because the shit wasn't even clever. It was just racist. They just put a picture of a black man on a can of beans talking about some, mm-mm-mm, oh, lordy, I sure do love me some nigger-eyed peas. Yes, sir, I do. And call it a day. <laughs> just racist. That's it. All they is is racist. Nothing else. Not nice, not pleasant, just racist. <laughs> That's because they could be without punity. They didn't have to worry about it. The next one is, tomorrow is Juneteenth Eve. That's not a real thing, but I like to make it one. Um, <laughs> comment, remember to leave some milk and cookies out for Harriet Tubman tonight. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all know, how, y'all know who James Baldwin is, right? Yes. Black pioneer activist. Just read about how James Ballman was a target of COINTELPRO. You know what COINTELPRO was? No. COINTELPRO was the whole system that the CIA had to target and monitor black people. Um, If you read about Fred Hampton, which was a uh, up-and-coming, really fast young up-and-comer in the Black Panther Party, they had him killed. And uh, after his death, white people broke into the CIA and found the files that exposed COINTELPRO. But anyway, just read about how James Baldwin was a target of COINTELPRO. They was listening to that man get his back blown out by Marlon Brando. That's history. (laughs) (laughs) Marlon Brando, like, is supposedly slept with every man, (laughs) every famous man. He got around. Ain't he the one that slept with Richard Pryor, too? Yeah, that's him. Yeah. He was just going around collecting black meats. He was. Like, it's so crazy. If you read (laughs) about Marlon Brown, he was an attractive white man. He was. But Jesus, he was at you. Rick and Morty is the best Halloween costume because even if there are 30 other Rick and Mortys at the party, it makes perfect sense. (laughs) It does. (laughs) That's only going to make sense if you watch Rick and Morty. Yeah. 
And just saw a guy pushing a stroller with 12 packs of Corona in it with a toddler struggling to keep up on foot behind him. That's rude as hell. That is fucked up. That's fucked up. Jesus. Um, what news you got? Nothing? No. <laughs> I got some quick news blasts. Um, you mentioned Bubba Wallace. Uh, Bubba Wallace is from Alabama. The black fucking driver in the NASCAR. The one. And, and he looked really white still. He looked white passing. Like, if he didn't tell nobody he was black, or yep. nobody knew his history, or if they didn't see his mama, then I guess they would they would say, you know, he could just say, I'm, I'm you know, I work outside. I work on roofs. Because he's red <laughs> as shit. He like he's red. got a super tan. You know, well, somebody left a noose for his ass, and, you know, uh, we talked about it earlier. It's just a representation of more bullshit ass racism out here. Um, and again, I want people who are in favor of the Confederate flag being waved proudly to let me know why. Anytime somebody like has an issue with the flag, some racist shit come behind it. The motherfucking Ku Klux Klan was finna go to downtown Birmingham to. Uh, to um, protest them taking down that damn statue. So, like, anytime Confederates anything is involved, racist shit follows. So, explain to me how it's not racist, white people. Please help me. It is very racist. That is the answer that you're not <laughs> going to say because you're in such deep denial about your existence. <laughs> now, let's talk about all the dumbass shit Trump done this week. Okay, oh, we already wow. know that he said that Juneteenth is for me. And everybody became aware of Juneteenth because of me. Um, we know that John Bolton's book came out, basically exposing Trump and saying that he ain't fit for office. And Trump is trying his best to make that book disappear. He's trying to be like, put that away. This book is exposing shit like Trump not only... They said Trump been offering everybody something. Like for the Turkish government, he's offered to make these investigations that America is doing on them disappear. And he's been doing that for everybody. And, you know, it basically say he ain't fit to lead. So he's going through the Supreme Court to try to get the book banned by saying that it's uh, confidential information in it when he ain't even read the book. How do you know what the fuck is in the book, bro? Where are the First Amendment uh, people at? (laughs) Man. That's in his camp. Where y'all at? Um... The next thing that Trump did was he held a rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma on Juneteenth, which got a lot of backlash. But a lot of people trolled that situation. A lot of people um, went to go reserve the free tickets for it, and it showed that it was going to be 800,000 people. And his team, not being savvy with the Internet and knowing that people was doing this, <laughs> created a whole nother stage for the overflow of people that was supposed to be there. I bet he was so excited. And they're so disappointed when he came out in that bitch to see that it wasn't no goddamn people out there. No. You know, as evidenced by they say he yelled at the staff afterwards. Then, in that same rally, it turns out that a lot of people got sick uh, with coronavirus because nobody was wearing fucking masks. As they should have. So, um, Donald Trump did some other shit that I can't think of right now, but Donald Trump is, like, horrible, man. It's like... I would say it's laughable, but it will only be laughing to keep from crying. <laughs> yes. Um, he done fired the New York district attorney 
that have been investigating him. I mean, it, it's just so much shit that is going on. I just don't even like seeing this motherfucker. Like, if I see somebody that look like Donald Trump, I'm just, bruh, that nigga, ooh, I don't fight or nothing. I ain't gonna put hands <laughs> on him, but man, I'm gonna ask him questions. I'm gonna be like, has your life gotten better or worse since <laughs> since Donald Trump became the president? Because like niggas that look like Bill Cosby, life got worse for them. Okay, <laughs> I guess the you know I guess the, the verdict is still out on niggas that look like Donald Trump. Is life better or worse? You know, I guess it depends on where you at. You know, but I can't even like looking at his face. I'm on him on search. Let me get the fuck off of this page. Um, but I'm just trying to cover all the dumbass shit that he did. Um. Uh, but that's that's I mean that's all I'm gonna go through. Um, but that being said, we ain't had that much news. Uh, also, we doing the podcast pretty late because uh, I went out of town. Um, went to Seattle. Uh, in Seattle, they got a whole protest zone that the police got the fuck out of, <laughs> and oh. it's just a whole bunch of people just being there. But now, uh, some shootings happened this weekend, and they finna break that shit up. Damn. Uh, but that being said, uh, if y'all got anything y'all want to talk about, let us know. Um, we'll continue doing the Reddit until y'all say don't do it no more, or until it naturally phases out like most of the shit we didn't try to do does. <laughs> but, I don't uh, Reddit part because these fuck- these are people's real lives. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes so this shit be fake. I don't know. But I think that they lies most of the time. Yeah, I think most of the ones that we've read have probably. I don't know the ones that you be reading is like Jesus. I kind of hope they're fake because it's not that sad. Yeah. But you got anything else on your mind? I do not. All right. Well, until we kind of next conversation, we out. Holla. <laughs> <laughs>